You're listening to a pod of Mass and Methods. Spoiler alert, uh, apparently this was like the Resand trilogy this week. I know, I was halfway through, I wrote down the notes. I was like, it has been only Reese and Farah. And then I wrote down, Reese and Farah sitting in a jail cell. T-A-L-K-I-N-G. You made it, you made it. Yeah, I can't spell wow. it, but that was pretty impressive. All right, welcome everyone to our pod of mass and methods. Oh, I said it right this time. Woo! Finally. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It is what it is. It is what it is. It's not my fault you can't talk. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Well, back to me. Um, Well, my name is Marjorie. I'm a librarian, reader, writer, but virgin to Sarah J. Moss. And you are? Allie. And I'm a big lover of the Massiverse. And welcome to our our podmast. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this week because I got to be with the Dark Prince all week and I was so thrilled about it. So chapter 37, 38, 39, slowing down to three this week as we get to the end of the book. Yeah, three this week, three next week, and then four the week after that to round it all out. Yeah, with a bang. Otherwise, it would have been crazy. We were trying to do math last week. It was really upsetting. I cut it out of the episode. Editing Allie here. I did not actually cut that math conversation out of last week's episode. Sorry. So mm-hmm. let's start with our five sentence summary. Mm-hmm. I get to start because okay. you started the show. Okay. Feyre is dying of an infection. Okay. That's all the sentence you want to do? Yeah. You do very short sentences. Yeah. Well, She's I- dying of an infection. And who shows up to help in quotes sarcastic quotes but reese who gets her to negotiate a deal with her for healing for a writer you're really bad at sentences you know what your, <laughs> your sentences are too short so i'm overcompensating Nuh-uh. summary summary no. five sentence summary okay ready but i was adding a side note like a parentheses oh, a footnote in there about a i see i see you had like a side note in parentheses in italics yeah okay Farah has to do a lot of random chores under the mountain and gets help from people. Um, and then she has to get, oh, this, this part of the book made me so upset. She has to get put in, oh, a worse than Princess Leia slave bikini outfit and paraded in front of everybody. And then Rissand kills a summer fairy court member. Yep. The end. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. I had a lot of feelings on chapter thirty. Hmm, it was thirty-eight. Whatever. I think. 38. Uh, 39. No, thirty-nine. I had a lot of feelings. Is very hard. Thirty-nine is very, oh, very hard. So let's start with thirty-seven. Okay. I titled chapter thirty-seven. Hades has spoken. 
I titled it Aggressive Negotiations. <laughs> Very good. Mm-hmm. So to summarize, Farah is in her cell with a blossoming infection. Reese comes and uh, talks it out with her, trying to make a bargain and then makes said bargain. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, really, it's this chapter is them sitting in the jail cell talking. This chapter takes place over a period Mm -hmm. of 30 minutes. A lot of the chapters are multiple hours or days. This one is like 30 minutes. Right, right. Um, So let's let's talk about this. I mean, he shows up to save her life. But to what ends? We don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. But we also know that he knows Lucian saved her before. And the Lucian is not coming. Yeah. That, which means Reese is like, well, I guess I'm the last line of defense here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We learned a lot of information, too. We learned about what happened to Lucian, what his punishment was. We learned. Yeah, Tam had to beat him. Yeah. That's which terrible. Which is like, what are those? Ugh, I, mm, I've seen that in fiction before, and it's like always so cruel, where it's like, the way I can save you is I have to hurt you. Oh, it's messed up. It's, 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 you know. Also, Lucian's getting like the, the shit end of the stick in every chapter in this book. Why he has become Amarantha's plaything because she doesn't want to do it to Tamlin, but she knows it hurts Feyre. And she also knows it hurts Tamlin. Yeah. It's terrible. Poor Lucian. Yeah. Uh, we know that Tamlin's being watched like every move. So yeah. He can't go anywhere. He can't yeah. go anywhere. Um, you were right about the bet. You guessed right. Yeah. That, Reese. that Reese bet that she would win, mm-hmm. interestingly Interesting. enough. Interesting. He's... I have thoughts. He's a good bad guy. I have thoughts. He's Because he, I think it piles on with with things that happen in later chapter that I'm like, what is his motivation? Yeah. What, what is, is he doing? the game he's playing? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm just going to jump ahead. Because when he brings her out in front of Amarantha, he's like, oh, yeah. I made a deal that she gets to hang out with me after this is all over. So he's basically saying her to her to Amarantha's face. I think she's going to live, and he bet on her, and he's being very blatant with things. And this I'm like, is a I wrote down that game? it is a nonviolent protest. Like he is partaking in protesting against Amarantha, but in a very quirky way. But it's also like public. It no, it's public, but it's like. The way he twists it to make it look like I actually kind of just like want to mess with her. Yeah. Like I just want to like I want to keep the the mouse alive to torture the mouse instead of killing the mouse, you right. know, or something. It's like what is he doing? Yeah, he is such an interesting thing. So let's hold on that till chapter yeah, yeah. thirty nine. In this chapter, mm-hmm. he is making the Hades Persephone deal with her. Oh yes, yes. I remember way before. Um, we did started the podcast. You told me the first book's like Beauty and the Beast. The second one's like Hades and Persephone. And I was like, there we go. <laughs> and then first of all, his negotiate was two weeks a month. And he's like, just a measly two weeks. I was like, that's half a month. Half your life. That's half your life after you get out of there. Yeah. If you're assuming that you're going to stay in the fairy court for the rest of your life, or even if you go back to the human lands and he comes, picks you up, that is half of your life for the rest of your life. Right. That's I was so like, much time. Why does she keep stop making deals? But also, I love it. I love it because it's she's doing all the things she's not supposed to do, but she's doing them. Like when I feel like I complained early in the book a lot about her being kind of inactive. Sure, she's just being. She's making waves. She's doing. She's doing deals. She's trying stuff. 
and it's not just like she's waiting in her jail cell. I think she's very active now. We'll see what consequences they get her in. But I enjoy the consequences. I enjoy that she actually is super hurt um, I think after it's... the maze. And, and she has to figure this stuff out. I think she's forced into action now. Whereas before she could kind of sit back. And now she's like, I have no choice. Yeah. Like, I have to do this stuff. Um, I like that Reese obviously can read her thoughts. I don't know if he is reading her thoughts. But he's like, you're wondering if Lucian's going to come. You're wondering if it's infection. You're wondering if that thing you're feeling is a fever. And then he just blatantly, very blatantly, looks her in the eyes and goes, you are dying. He, he is interesting because he does have a lot of negotiation tactics yeah. in this. And he comes at it at different angles, including violence. Violence, <laughs> yes. But that's how he gets her at the end. Mm-hmm. He, like... I thought it was crazy that he was, like, kind of playing nice guy, like, I'm here to help you, and then you remember he's a villain. Right. He grabs her protruding bone out of her arm and twists her arm. Right. That would cause you to pass out. Yeah. I do now think that it is a bone shard and not an impacted fracture. Okay. Once I started reading, I was like, it seems to make more sense that it's... She rolled into a bone. She rolled into a a broken bone and it Mm. impaled Mm -hmm. her. She's Mm -hmm. impaled, not broken herself yes she she will she does fight it down to one week though yeah i mean you gotta gotta wheel and deal yeah so now it's only a fourth of her life which i think the hades and persephone's deal is a third of the year no it's six months and six months because she eats six pomegranate seeds right 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 right. yep yep, yep. that's why we have winter that's why we have winter that's dark and cold and scary and sad so that's it it's not half her life it's a fourth of her life and we have the night court, the dark night. We have the right. girl from spring court. Like this makes, it's a perfect <sighs> analogy. It's, it's going there. It really is. I like it a lot. Um, All right. And then of course, when they make the deal, we get the, the half sleeve tattoo she has. That is hardcore. I love this, that if you make a bargain with somebody in the night court, it gets tattooed on your skin. Yeah, it's like there's no hiding, there's no secrets. Like I made this deal, and either I follow through, or or what? Is it like Mm -hmm. an unbreakable Mm -hmm. vow? You die. I I mean, I think it's just like the contract. Maybe it's like this is the contract. I love, I love that it's like a lace. It's visual. Everyone has to see it. It's there. There's There's no hiding it. Palm. The eyes. Are we gonna talk about the eyes? We will. I think we'll talk about it next chapter when it starts to like look at her. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) maybe look at her maybe but she's delusional I, i'm just gonna say there's like this eye motif in the yeah. book with jurian's, jurian's eye, eye. Lucian's eye uh-huh. the eye on the hand i'm just wondering if it's more explicit or if it's just like oh you know sometimes i feel like some authors just have like a thing that they're drawn to and it doesn't necessarily interpret into a deeper meaning mm-hmm. um than aesthetic and then sometimes it's like maybe this is pulling from I mean, eyes are can be really creepy. Like they can be very mystical. So it's like mm-hmm. maybe it's just pulling from tradition. Um, but I was like, eyes, 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 everywhere. Yeah, I I don't know. I really I think I think it's great. I think this tattoo thing is awesome, mm-hmm. and I think it's gonna piss off Tamlin to no end. Well, mm-hmm. because. Reese holds a grudge. That's like one of the reasons he's doing this is to rub it in Tamlin's face. But I think that's how he's playing it off to Farah. Whereas I think you're right from earlier. He's really trying to rub it in Amarantha's face. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, do you – oh, I looked this up. I couldn't find any cultures that tattoo bargains on their skin. People tattoo stories. They tattoo life events. Mm-hmm. They tattoo, like, th- their um, social status in society. But I couldn't find anybody that actually mm-hmm. physically tattoos bargains, which I thought that was actually kind of cool. Um, the only thing that came close was like when people are tattooed because of a crime or perceived crime, like how pirates are tattooed mm. to label who they are. Um, or like when people were going during the Holocaust, people were tattooed with a number to say who right. they are. But that was the closest thing I could find um, to anybody actually tattooing a bargain on their skin. Yeah. So my quote okay. is from pretty early in the chapter. When she's kind like trying to figure out what's going on with her body. She says, I had no other option but to sit there letting the wound gnaw on my strength. Mm. Oof. That's good. I would say I don't have a full quote. I have a description she used twice in this chapter that I quite liked. Um, where she referred to the pain as like poisoned lightning. Mm. And she used it twice and I underlined it at both times. I was like, I love that. Like poisoned Because I feel lightning. like people sometimes will, you know, like the shot. I think, you know, I've heard like lightning or, you know, you have like a sharp pain, shock, shock of pain or yeah. something or a sharp pain, like lightning and then poison lightly. It's like, oh, that's an infection. Like it worked out. I liked that. I like that description. It was. That is good. So that's what really stood out to me in the writing. Okay. Okay. You ready? Chapter 38. 38, baby. You got a name? I do have a name. Mine is Cleaning Impossible. Mm, I have Honeydew List. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is my chapter. So we're in it. So we have Farah. This is the sentence where you said she's ordered to do chores. Some, some impossible chores, including cleaning a hallway with muddy water, scrubbing the hallway floor, and picking lentils out of some ashes. And then she's had two Faye that come in and kind of help her out and save the day. Um, and uh, that's yeah, really it. That's it. That's the whole chapter. Let's get, the, let's get into the details. All yeah. Right. So the first one we have is the hallway. So Cinderella to me, the bucket oh, on the yeah. floor that you're scrubbing. I almost called the chapter like Cinderella. Cinderella. Sing sweet nightingale. I was thinking That's more like Cinderella. Cinderella. Uh-huh. Cinderella. Uh-huh. Do the laundry. Do the dishes. Um, I love this. I love that Lucian's mom mm. comes in and says, "For giving your name in exchange for my son's life, my debt is paid." That is some Old Testament <sighs> bullshit. There, I, I love it. All right. Um, I did love that because Feyre's here and she's breaking all the rules. She is making deals. She is giving her name. She'll be drinking wine later. She's doing all the things she's not supposed to do. She wasn't even supposed to come here in the first place. And, you know, she gives out her name to save Lucian. And it's like almost part of you wants to be like, why are you being so stupid? It's getting you in more trouble. And then thematically having something of virtue that she did, of kindness that she did, show up in this little way and pay and pay back to her. Like, um, it kind of, for the book thematically and moralistically is saying, you did do the right thing. It got mm-hmm. you in worse trouble, but look at the end, it did get the, it did, you did do the right thing. So I thought that was a very good little moment. It is. It's a great moment. And it it leads us back to things we've kind Mm -hmm. of already learned about the Lady of the Autumn Court. We learned that they 
are kind of on Amarantha's side. The sons are vicious. The lady of the autumn court loves and misses Lucian. Mm -hmm. Um, So she might not be 100% allied with her Mm -hmm. husband. Like, it gives us a lot that, like, maybe she wants Feyre to win, too. Or maybe she just, like, fairies like to settle debts. You know? I think it's more, I think it's to settle the debt. But I don't think it's just settle the debt. It's not like I'm here to settle the debt. It's more like you helped my kid out. I'm I'm going to help help you. Like it's more driven from that spot. Like I don't know if it's going to happen because she's not a major character. But I think if the situation arose where she'd had to help her again and it wouldn't be even, I think the mom would help her again. Sure. Just because. I don't think it's going to happen just because I don't think she's major enough character yet in this book for that to pull in. Um. But that's how genuine it felt to me that I think mm. it's more than that. Um, can I interrupt to ask you something? Yeah. Is that pain on your wrist? Other side, other side, other side. Oh, no. It's just stuff from me doing stuff today. Why? Oh, I'm disappointed. I feel like it should have been pain. I did not paint. <laughs> I didn't paint myself like Feyre. Uh, no. No, it's but, just from me doing stuff. All right. Um, Editing Allie here. Marjorie's asking this because I literally paint all the time. I know I pick on Feyre for it. But I actually am constantly painting. But I want to talk more broadly about these impossible tasks. Well, yeah. But first, can we talk about how she thinks her hand is watching her? Oh, right. Do you think Reese can embody a tattoo to read people's minds because he can read people's minds? Or is she delusional? I... I wouldn't put it past that this is a way of watching her. It could be. It really could be. It could just be delusion. But I don't know. An eye is awfully symbolic, so it might be a way. Maybe watching. he's watching her. Um, or some sort of connection. But, yeah, um, you know, not like I see everything all the time. Right. Always. It's just maybe an avenue. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so the tasks. The tasks. So the second one is the bedroom lentil task. Yeah. But let's but clearly, clearly, like you agree that like not only are these like hard to do, it's like they're magic to work against her. Oh yeah. It's yeah, on yeah, purpose yeah. trying to make it so that she fails. So yeah, that like she the can water's be getting muddier, the lentils are multiplying, it's just not stopping. Right. Okay. Right. I gotta say, I loved again, this is like more in the traditional fairy tale, folk tale tasks right. that you have to do that Spin are Spin kind of, a whole room of golden hay. Yeah. Like in, stuff like right that. Right in one love day. It, love it. No, I think that's absolutely correct. It is a very good folklore way to go about this. Yeah, because I was waiting. So I was like, they said she had to clean, but she hasn't been cleaning. She's just been knocked unconscious all the time. <laughs> so she's she been like, sick and dying. Both times. <laughs> she's put in the, the, this terribly scary bedroom. Okay, yeah. This is our second task. And uh we don't know whose bedroom it is but they're like if you don't do it they're gonna peel the skin from your body the first punishment was like being turned on a fire spit right i was all of these sound terrible right i don't want any of that to happen um i wonder if they were empty threats a little bit because i know amarantha wants to toy with her as long as possible like maybe it's more psychological yeah i don't know what level of torture she would go to for this because i mean i I would have to review the deal again, but it has, there is some sort of like, she gets to compete, right? Yeah, like, she should. She should potentially get to compete. Right. I mean, they didn't say they'd peel all the flesh off her bones. Yeah, maybe, maybe just, just like a little bit of flesh. Maybe just like an arm worth or something, you know. But I've definitely been in a situation where I've been cleaning and everywhere I look, there's more mess. 
Oh, that's because you have kids. Well, yeah. But, like, I mean, even, like, pull- that's absolutely the case. But, like, also, like, pulling weeds or something where you, like, everywhere you look, there's more. I can't mm-hmm. imagine this lentils in the fire yeah, situation. Yeah, I feel like I've seen stuff like that, like, picking up all the grains of rice and, and, and things mm-hmm. like that in fairy tales. Yeah. Sin- the, the Grimm's Brothers mm-hmm. Cinderella has that lentils in the fireplace okay her and sisters I think, do it i think i've seen her. um other like cinderella story traditions especially more like ones from asia that have like picking up all the grains of rice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. type thing um but yeah of course surprise it's reese's room which leads me to believe that the other fairies thought that he is villainous enough to punish her uh yes I, that's what I I agree. I don't think he didn't. I, he was surprised to see her there. Yes, his line, by the way, is as wonderful as it is to see you, Farrah darling. I want to know what you're doing in my fireplace. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, or why you're digging through my fireplace. And this is our first. I said it last week with Amarantha. I love it when villains are complimentary oh marvelous when they're charming fair darling and um this will not end and this will piss off tam this will piss off everyone (laughs) that he just like is building this connection with her Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. speaks to her so kindly in public right (laughs) like everybody's like but reese is fucking scary (laughs) like why is he doing this so we learn more about Reese. Yeah. We learn it's not just mind reading. He has mind controlling. Yeah. Jedi powers. mind trick. He's very, which is like, that's like the creepy stuff when someone can like get in your brain. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, he also, he, all high fake can be shapeshifters. All yeah. the high lords can high have lords. a different being. And he is, is like some sort of flying Pterodactyl almost. It seems like he had talents on his fingers. But then and in like, his feet, but and then bat were, wings. Like bat wings, yeah. To me, I'm seeing pterodactyl. Okay, who do you? <laughs> I want him to be a dinosaur. I gotta say, when it comes between... What kind of shapeshifter is Tamlin? It's like a lion. Is he a wolf? He's a, like a wolf-lion griffin without wings. That's mm. how I see it. Weird, evil flying creatures better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. With bat wings? I love, I love a... I love a I love a she flyer. said large membranous wings. <laughs> Why oh. did she say that in the book? I was like, that's disgusting sounding. Yeah. Membranous. I don't, yeah, I think this is a fun conversation between them. Farah remarks to herself that she has trouble keeping her mouth shut around him, which I also think might be a power. Like, is it possible that, like, he can loosen people's tongues to say what they're really thinking? It's, it's maybe. Or is she just comfortable? Maybe. I don't know if it's comfortable. Well, it's comfortable enough because she's like, this guy wants something that's not me dead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's like, true. Okay. That's so true. I'm not going to die. Yeah. If I smart out, you know, and I think she likes verbal, verbal fights with she people. She likes sparring. She likes sparring. That's the word I'm looking for. She likes a little verbal sparring. She, mm-hmm. she enjoys that definitely. So I think. He gives it, and she gives it back, and, and they are building a repertoire. Yeah, and he's... Across he's, the aisle. He, across know. the aisle. <laughs> he's also like, I don't know if you're stupid or admirable for, like, all the things you're saying to me. Because I think mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. she's new to the fairy world, she doesn't know how terrifying Reese is. Yeah. Because he is terrifying. He's terrifying, and but he's... <laughs> he's she, 
he's showed special she, interest in her. And she's naive about how terrifying he is. Mm-hmm. A little bit. At least a little bit. Um, I also like that he talks about the fact that Tamlin's skill is brute strength. And he says, my arsenal is a far deadlier assortment. So each mm. High Lord has like a different type of power. Even right. though they can all shapeshift. And Tamlin's is like the Hoo! bro. You know, he's a football player. Yeah. He's a bro bro. And, yeah. And yeah. Reese is more like a lawyer. Yeah. I, was gonna, <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to say he was like a drama kid or <laughs> if one's a jock or is he like... um. A teacher's pet. Reese is like a politician. I know. He is like a politician and like a used car salesman. (laughs) Just two weeks. Just two weeks every month. (laughs) (laughs) Just. That must not seem like, I don't know. That's crazy. I also thought what was interesting when we're thinking about this, like she is so rude to Reese. um, Just openly. But then she did bow her head to the lady of the autumn court. So it's like, Farrah doesn't have a lot of court training, and we know that, so I wonder what led mm. her to be like, oh, you're a queen. Well, I mean, even even peasants have to know you're supposed to bow before royalty. Yeah, I like, guess right? that's true. There's I like basics. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's the true. 101. Uh-huh. And then also I think it's because she was thanking her, and it's like, how do I thank her? Right. Well, like, I'm going to bow. Yeah. I can't say anything. I don't know. Okay. I like this scene between the two of them. Yeah, it was very engaging. Um, of course, there's a few other questions that are brought up, tantalized. Uh, Reese's reason for being out on fire night. And Do not what think did, that it didn't cost me, Feyre. him? <laughs> what did it? And I'm like, oh, wait, there's another part of the curse. There's another part of the curse. Uh-huh. There's another part of the blight. Whatever's going on. Girl, there's What's five books on? to go. You might not find this out until 17 years from now. <laughs> Allie. <laughs> sorry there's something else and Zuriel said stay with the high lord which one which one maybe the summer high lord the hot hot summer high lord with the white hair <laughs> that we learn about in the next chapter <laughs> um yeah there's so i i'm just like i'm so proud of I you for picking assuming, that up i just you can't assume well you did sort of point it out that chapter and i was like okay the story i said to so say with tamlin and you said like, she did not say that <laughs> you're like, so they were i was like oh i get you i get you it's all we're assuming i got caught up in favor's head thoughts right um, um her understanding uh i so... love i i wrote down that quote it might actually be oh it is my quote for the chapter i had my reasons to be out then do not think Farah, that it did not cost me mm-hmm. i love the way he talks to her so blatantly and like mostly honestly you know what i mean like he doesn't seem to be bullshitting her right but maybe that's just because he's good at reading people's brains and he knows what you want to hear there's something there's there's something there that wasn't there before (laughs) is that what you were thinking there's no there's just something happening (laughs) i don't know what how insightful okay so what do you what's your there's one more there's one more thing we have to say that he did in this chapter is he got the like red skin fairies to stop to stop he mind controlled them jedi mind trick oh you will no longer touch pharah and they're like yes my lord right all right, so yes. Quote. Yeah, what's your quote? My quote was the resand one because I love that quote and I'm so happy you saw it because it's a very, I, mm-hmm. I think it's an important quote and I like it. I did. 
Darkness entered the room, guttering the candles with a snow-kissed breeze. Mm. That's his entering. I loved guttering the candles. That was a yeah. good verb. I, like I love go, a good verb. Yeah. I kept, I've kept this in because there are a few chapters. Sometimes Sarah J. Moss picks a great verb, and there's every so often she picks one that's a miss yeah, i think you said that uh, a couple weeks ago i might have like... said it i i she sometimes and there's one it was back when she was fighting the naga when they were like the naga world at her and i was like <laughs> all right technically one of the definitions of world means come at something fast but don't you think of world as like tasmanian devil like a tasmanian dead and so i just imagined them spinning around towards her and i was like Hmm. <laughs> Maybe this is just the me. Naga loves to whirl. <laughs> loves to whirl towards people. Is a ballerina, twirly yeah. whirly. Anyway, um, yeah. chapter thirty nine. I called it date nights. Mm. I gotta read my handwriting. I named it. Reese likes to play games, and that game ain't checkers. <laughs> Okay. Ten okay. points for Marjorie, I guess. I don't know. That's, I, that's what I came up with. But I was like, he's doing he's doing something. Something's happening. Yeah. And I don't know what. So here's the summary. Yeah. Feyre is all dressed up and has to accompany Reese to the throne room for parties every night for the remainder of the month. Then Reese kills a fairy and drinks sadly about it. Mm. That's my that yeah. is my right, summary. All right, all right. Let's so... get into the details. So two this... twin ladies come into the cell. Twin servant ladies. Yeah. They dress up Feyre. Regal from the neck up. She says she's regal. I... She has this... a crown. And then she is slut mama from All right. All right. Okay. Shoulders down. I had to put the book down and stop reading for like two hours. And I almost was like, I'll have to finish this another day because I was upset. Yeah, <laughs> I well, was... I mean, she's pretty much walking naked into yeah, this room her, full of fairies. Her, her butt is completely exposed. Yeah. I... She has a, like a shaft of fabric over her. Now, the one interesting thing about this <laughs> is that I thought, I was like, this is like a parallel near opposite of her experience in the spring court where there's like, there's these silent there's these silent night court maids and then it's like she had alice who was like opinionated and also she got dressed up but they were like i mean you know but it was like she got to pick what she wanted to get into the dress and then mm-hmm. and you know and they can walk modest. through walls like kitty pride right i mean that's a whole other deal but i was like i thought it was very interesting i was like hey this is like the mere opposite of her experience with tamlin oh yeah where you know she had a fun maid, and she was dressed respectfully. Right. Uh, and they also <sighs> paint her body, right. which you made some right calls about that earlier. I brought. I said that there's going to be a lot of body paint happening in these books. This happens a lot. Okay. And you said, well, it's very interesting, because we talked about it during Callum Nye, because you can see where someone touches you. And I kind of smiled when you said that, mm. because I knew this was coming, because that's exactly... The reasoning, like, I can't figure out. Think about, it... Did it make you think of the bubby? Oh, <laughs> yes. The opening scene with the murderer. Yeah, because it's the, the Pharaoh's oh, mistress. Man. And that's, like, She's... almost what she was wearing. <laughs> like, Pharaoh is wearing a very similar outfit. I also wrote down Princess Leia. Editing Alley here. Marjorie is referring to Ansunamun, who 
Emotep was into at the beginning of The Mummy. She's wearing gold paint. He is the high priest, I believe. And they are having a relationship behind the pharaoh's back. Mm. This is a very degrading thing. However, he adorns her. He, the night court, in this situation, adorns her with a diadem. And I cannot get over crowning Farah in front of Amarantha. I think that mm. that is such a jab. He's he is playing some sort of forty chess, not checkers, ain't checkers. A dangerous game. He's playing something, and I am, I am trying to parse it out because I feel like I've had a pretty good. Maybe not, but I feel like I've had a pretty good estimation on things, and now I'm just like. I want to figure out what he's doing, and it do- it's not as straightforward as I initially thought. But part of me thinks he, for whatever reason, he wants Feyre. I don't know if there's some other part of this curse-breaking thing. We said there's another part, maybe. It's you got to fall in love with this person, but if you fall in love with the other person, something else happens. Like, or, but whatever it was, he's trying to protect Feyre for whatever reason. And I, you can't, in the book, always trust, trust Feyre's interpretation of things because she's a character in a book, right? right. It's her yeah. point of view. Oh, yeah. So she's like, he's just doing this to like, piss off Tamlin. I'm not saying he's not doing that. But is he also trying to humiliate her in front of the court to try to throw off, like, the look, his protection? Like, is he trying to, like, look, I'm humiliating her. I'm playing, like, I'm playing with my food. I'm the I, villain you think I am. I'm the villain you think I am. I'm just doing it differently than Amarantha. I'm not getting her beat up by a crowd. I'm, like, humiliating, humiliating. I'm degrading I'm her. I'm degrading her. And putting a crown on her in mockery and making mm, her dance very for us. Jesus of you. Yeah, very like I'm making fun of her look. So it's like, but it's like a, it's like a magic trick. Like that's the distraction from keeping her alive. It's like, oh, he's keeping her alive. He's having fun with his toy. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there's like some sort of that on the level. I don't know. I, I mean, know. I do know. I know exactly you what's do happening. Very well, know. But this is, I'm like trying to parse it out. Um, I will say Reese's plans go multiple books in. It's the kind of plans that are like a multi-level universe type plans that you're like, what the fuck? He's like, is he's happening? like playing on multiple levels. Yes, he's like he is. So like, not all of his plans will be wrapped up by the end of this book. So well, I just don't. Left. Yeah, I don't want you to be disappointed. Um, yeah, I think this is great like i said earlier i think it is a protest against amarantha i think he's doing a really good job he makes her drink and she forgets everything Mm. um disturbing she wakes up in her cell and lucian comes in and they kind of bicker back and forth and she's like what happened and he's like i don't think you want to know and from a drunk person who blacks out a lot i need to tell you we do want to know Otherwise, mm-hmm. you just constantly think about it. I like it when people are straight with me and be like, this is what you said. This is what you did. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, great. Good. Thank you. Thank no, you for that. Because I'm not 
you you most often I'm not ashamed of myself. I'm a very it's very hard to embarrass fame. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what happens so I know that I'm not ashamed. Of myself. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to know so you could be like, yeah, I stand by that. <laughs> I stand by what I did and said at that moment right there. Yeah. And I think like that's what she's kind of like doing. She's like, no, I do, I do need to know. Mm. Um. And she, she finds out in this conversation with Lucian that Tamlin is not under a spell. Yes, I wrote that. He yeah. is just putting on the stoicism. And he, that was one of your theories. You yeah. went back and forth. You were like, maybe he's under a spell, but maybe he just doesn't want Amarantha to know what pisses yeah, him off. Yeah, and honestly, that was my initial feeling when reading it. And then, yeah. like, I get into this conversation with you, but I was like, what if it could be? What if it, what if what this? If it could be? What if it could be, what this? If it could what be, if it could be that? that? I just want to be right, so I just throw all the darts at the wall. Well. You were right on one of them. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you got to do. And there's no negative points for wrong answers. Is is it the SAT? Yeah, right. Exactly. So we only point out (laughs) what I'm right. Um, Yeah, I mean, this chapter made me so frustrated. It's frustrating. I I, I don't know. I'm I'm also kind of surprised, though, a little bit that, like, as much as she protested every little thing when she came to the spring court oh no put up a little more fight <laughs> yeah maybe i it's, i mean i guess she's backed into a corner right now and, and she's i think like, she's just trying to save tamlin's life yeah that is true by which she's gonna save fairy kind <laughs> right. like it's so i think she has a lot of pressure on her shoulders and she has all day to think about it i know um but reese has gotten her hot meals now that's good she'll get her strength up i know <laughs> <laughs> thank you reese um and they they're kind of fighting back and forth um reese and her a little bit before they're going in i think it was the night before the last they were like it's the night before task two um mm-hmm. And they're bickering back and forth, and Reese is like, well, Tamlin um, is a little bitch. And she's like, well, maybe, you know, you lost your, because, okay. Reese is saying, like, maybe if Tamlin was crueler like me, he wouldn't have been in this situation. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you lost your court, too. Mm -hmm. And then she says, I saw it. I saw sadness flicker on my face, but more so, I felt it. So does he exude emotions? Uh, that's what I'm wondering. Are they connected now? Because of the tattoo? Right. Because of the, the eye? She felt how sad he is? Like, that's a very weird thing to mm-hmm. all of a sudden be connected with Reese's mm-hmm. emotions. Mm-hmm. I thought that was crazy. This last scene throws me for a loop. Um. They walk to the throne room and Reese immediately and Fer- Reese and through Farrah's thoughts, they both immediately know something is wrong. Mm-hmm. People are quiet. They're waiting for Reese and Farrah to get there. Mm-hmm. Everybody's walking out of the way and we see people on the floor and Reese pretty much gives the Farrah, stay close to me and keep your mouth shut look. Yeah. Which again, very protective in a very weird fucking way. I this is an interesting part because I kind of anticipated what was going on or what was going to happen, which mm-hmm. was here's a person who had a escape plan, betrayal plan, whatever. It was part of a bigger conspiracy, and Reese covers it up. 
he covers it up by telling a lie about what happened and by killing the person outright so they're not being well, that's tortured. that's what Feyre thinks happened. I know that's what Feyre thinks happened, but it's also what I think happened before Feyre said it. Yeah. Like, um, I thought, I almost was like, wow, Sarah J. Moss, don't tell me what is obvious. Like, <laughs> so usually, I, I know I've said earlier, like, I can't always believe what Feyre said, but that's what I believed as I was reading it before Feyre came to that conclusion. It is a stunning, like, end to this chapter because I... I'm made to hate Reese in this chapter. You're mad at him for everything he's doing. And then he comes into this situation and like, you're kind of realizing (sighs) Mm -hmm. like every Mm -hmm. person in this throne room is weaker than Reese, except for Amarantha. Right. And it is terrifying for him and terrifying for all of them. And like, they bring up the fact that the summer court high Lord we don't know his name yet. We will. Um, who has mahogany skin, white hair, crystal blue eyes, is like very tense. Yeah. And his dad was murdered for trying to rebel. Yeah. So he's never been the high lord outside of the Amarantha. Yeah. He's never been the high lord out of regime from under the mountain. Right. So this poor guy is like freaked the fuck out. And they, yeah, they say his shoulders sagged a bit when Reese said that he was working alone. Mm hmm. And then beyond that, instead of shattering this guy's brain and making him an empty shell of a human, Reese kills him. Which is kind of a mercy. Uh, yeah. He pretty much goes, whoops. Oops. Sorry. But he makes it look like he's just like <laughs> casual and murderous. Right. And, you know, I think about the, uh, the summer court high lord. You know, I think if you glance over it, you're like, is he being selfish that he's letting this other person die? I'm like, no, there's probably a whole conspiracy he's trying to cover up. A whole bunch of people who are part of this escape plan or some sort of rebellion. So it's like, it's not, oh shit, if Amarantha finds out, I'm also going to get killed. It's like, if Amarantha finds out, all of us, all of us are going to be tortured and killed. So they called this person a lordling, which means this might be the summer court's cousin, friend, like courtier. Like this could be this guy's Lucian. Like we don't know. Or Andrus. Yeah. This is like really sad. Right. But it's like, that's how brutal it is. It's like people are willing to, you know, when you hear all these stories of like, I don't know, you know, when you, your other podcast, The yeah. Story on the Rocks, on I feel like, rocks. I feel like every time I hear about spies in World War II, mm-hmm. like, especially the ones who are like in Nazi occupied area where it's like, oh yeah, their lifespan was like a month or something right. like, or six weeks. It's like, oh my God, people were going in knowing they're most likely going to be caught and killed eventually. Right. And it's like. This is what they were doing. That's what Andrus and the people were doing. That's what might be these people with rebellions or sneaking out might do. It's like, we might get caught and you might get killed. But that's part of this bigger picture. Yeah. It's so distressing. But it's also like you realize how there's a couple things happen here. We realize how scared everybody is of Reese because this guy pees himself when Reese walks up. Reese is. Amarantha's whore. They said it. They yeah. said it. He has put himself, he has made himself invaluable to Amarantha. Yes. He has made everyone terrified of him. He is, he's able to interrogate their minds. He's able to t- torture them. He's able to kill them. He's able to control their minds. So what they said, and I don't know the answer to this at all. We can discuss it towards the mm-hmm. end of the books. They said right before he died, his eyes widened. What did Reese do, say, put in his mind? 
I don't know what happened here, and I'm very interested in, like, was it because it didn't hurt as bad as he thought it was going to hurt? Was it because he's figuring out it's a mercy kill? Because at this point, Faroth is thinking it's a mercy, and if it is a mercy, then the summer court guy knows it's a mercy. The other High Lord now knows that Reese is playing games and that's dangerous to Reese. Right. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe there was some sort of mind meld of comfort. Maybe. Comfort, or more like I'll make it quick. Maybe it's just like that or yeah. maybe it's something as you know, I don't think he's going to be a very comforting person. I think he's a coarse around the edges type of person, Reese. He's very direct. Yeah. Um so but maybe there was some sort of lack message. It's so sent funny how much i love reese because my partner is nothing like him. no <laughs> no my partner is the the um high lord of the summer court when you get to know him better it's like very sweet loving logical straightforward straightforward popular kind it's like what you see is what you get easy to be around <laughs> and reese is like so rough around the edges it cuts you when you get close to him i know i know yeah all right yeah. It's just a wild three chapters. It is wild, and it's all like, yeah, the, Re- the Resand mm-hmm. trilogy. You're correct. So let's do some quotes. Oh, gosh. I found it, and then I lost it. Go first. Marjorie. I just, okay. I've been struggling to do quotes recently. I've been, like, <laughs> well, there's been a lot more dialogue and a lot less of Feyre talking about her surroundings. Yes, that's probably it. I wrote down, yes, Lucian replied more gently than I had heard him speak to me before. That's a very, like, wounded animal situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have this one. I did, I did like this. Um, I, was sa- well, I was a savage before her cultivated beauty. Mm. Not very in front of Amaretha. Of course. Of course. Amy. <laughs> I like the word savage. This book uses feral a lot. There's a lot yeah. of, like, savage feral, but savage. savage. Uh. All right. So do we have some future predictions the next task is obviously the next chapter we already talked last right. week about what you think the tasks are going to be so that's great you said she's going away from the physical stuff because Farah obviously is a physical bitch um i i, I mean we talked a lot through what we think is going on with reese so with that's reese. very i mean important. honestly that's all i've got like i just i don't know like yeah. i under the mountain when she Pharaoh's going there, like from the rest of the story. I was like, this is a whole new ball game. It's a whole curveball. Right. And I, I still haven't figured it out. I also, like, right now, I am very mad at Tamlin. I don't care if people are watching him all the time. He is being a wet blanket, I think. Like, do say something. Do something. I. Maybe he watched so many of his men die over the last yeah. 50 years that I'm he's not like, mad at him. Sometimes I'm annoyed when the characters are like, they're like, don't react. And they, then the person reacts. And yeah. it's like, well, you fucked it up. So I was like, <laughs> he's playing his own game, even if he's just a sucky, sucky, silent boy. And um, <laughs> I also think it makes it interesting that like Feyre can be there and she can see him and he's right there. Yeah, the whole time. But it's like a way of keeping them separated without being separated. Yeah. Like, they are separated. He's right there, but we can't talk. He can't even show emotions about me because if he gives anything away, that's Amarantha winning a little bit. Right. Ugh. Right. Another protest. Okay. So 
I am giving one clean fireplace to Lucian's mom for helping Feyre out. All right. I'm giving um, five sexual harassment seminars <laughs> to Reese because <laughs> my God, man. <laughs> yes. Good. I, <laughs> I'm i giving a dirty sponge bucket to Reese for grabbing her arm in the cell. I'm so mad about oh, it. I'm giving um one blue ribbon to Tamlin for being stoic, I guess. <laughs> yes, for playing your own mind game well this was wonderful okay thank you everybody for being here next week we're gonna read chapters 40 41 and 42 the penultimate episode for this book <gasps> look at me using vocabulary yes the penultimate peril one might say yes <laughs> wow way to bring in another series that has a lot of eyes in it <laughs> okay if you know what that means you can text us later all right we will talk to you later Bye. go ahead and You've been listening to a pod of Mass and Methods. We're a sister podcast to Her Story on the Rocks, independently produced by 1986 Entertainment and proudly recorded in Baltimore, Maryland. Join us in the Massiverse by reading along each week. All of our contacts and socials are available on herstoryontherocks.com. See you next week.